Hello and welcome to another episode of the EMG podcast. My name is Sam Boyassi, the head of publishing at the European Medical Group. And this week I'll be talking you through some of the major headlines in the pharma industry during the month of August, as I always do. Um, so where do I start? Okay, so firstly, the sales figures of pharma companies in Q2 of this year were reported in August, uh, with really strong results emerging for some key players in the industry. In fact, sales were very impressive in this period overall for a lot of major companies. So the company with the highest level of growth was Regeneron at 20%. I think that this was mainly due to its injectable drug Ilea, which treats eye disease. But overall, this means that Regeneron's total revenue for Q2 was $1.93 billion. There was also better than expected sales growth for AstraZeneca at 18%, which then in total amounts to $5.82 billion. And then Celgene, Alexion and Merck each had growth rates of 15%, while Bristol-Myers Squibb was 13%. On the other hand, Roche Novartis also performed strongly in Q2, with sales growth of 8 and 9% respectively. Now this means revenue figures of $16.4 billion for Roche and $11.76 billion for Novartis. So awesome results there. Now other big commercial news in pharma during August included the announcement that Amgen has entered into an agreement with Celgene to acquire worldwide rights of Ocella, uh, which for those of you who don't know, it's an only it's the only oral non-biologic treatment for psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Uh, and that deal is worth $13.4 billion. So not a small one. Uh, but another major agreement in August was for Bayer uh, to fully acquire Blue Rock Therapeutics, which is a biotech focusing on developing engineered cell therapies in the field of neurology, cardiology and immunology. Uh, for some background, uh, Blue Rock basically uh, was created in 2016 by Bayer jointly with Versant Ventures. Um, and Bayer currently holds 40.8% stake in the company. Um, and they will essentially purchase the rest for around $240 million dollars with an additional 360 million payable upon achievement of predefined development milestones. Now, this deal highlights farmers' increased emphasis on the development of innovative personalized medicines to treat areas of unmet need that we are seeing more and more often. Now, finally, a story that I wanted to end on this week is the announcement that the Pfizer Foundation will be providing 20 grants to help non-governmental organizations, non-profits and social enterprises that essentially address critical health challenges related to the infectious diseases in some of the world's most vulnerable com uh, communities. Now, this amounts to a total investment of $2 million by the foundation, which is fantastic. And I thought that this is just a great example of what we've written about at Gold on a number of occasions, which is that there's a strong desire to do good in the pharma industry, who are willing to invest money to help address major health problems, particularly in places where access to treatment is just limited. And um, we did talk about it very briefly in our most recent issue of Gold. Uh, so please do go and check it out. Um, anyway, that's all I've got time for again this week. Uh, you can reach our latest issue of Gold, uh, which was published just last week, on our website at www.emg-gold.com, um, where we've reviewed this year's Cannes Lions Conference. Uh, but yeah, go and check it out and you'll find more information there. But thanks for listening and join us again next week for another episode of the EMG podcast. Mm -hmm.